Welcome to Lessons Learned from a Woman of Valor podcast, featuring life lessons that will uplift, amuse, and inspire you. Each week, Joyce will reveal many lessons she has learned as an author, women's ministry leader, life coach, and minister. Sit up, pay attention. Now here's your host, Joyce Calvin. Beauty for Ashes, Sister to Sister, Support for the Abused Woman. Chapter 7. Give me my bread. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. Jesus did not answer a word, so his disciples came to him and urged him, Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, It is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Matthew 15, 22-28 The Canaanite woman was looking to Jesus to heal her daughter. Jesus told her that healing was only for the children of God. At first, he refused to heal her daughter. However, the woman was not moved at all by his comment or rebuff. It only seemed to embolden her. She said to Jesus, I understand my position. If you say I am a dog, then I will be a dog, just as long as you heal my daughter. She continues saying that even the dogs are allowed to eat the crumbs from their master's table. Jesus was so moved by her faith and boldness that he healed her daughter. We should be just as bold, determined, and as full of faith as that Canaanite woman. If you are a child of God, then he wants to heal you. Healing is rapa in Hebrew, which means to repair, restore health, heal, mend, fix, and cure. Ask God to repair you, fix you, mend you, and restore you to health. You have gone through a lot, and it will take some time for you to heal from the emotional scars that you have experienced. Healing takes time, and it is a process that just doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of time to heal from the pain, the shock, and the effects of trauma. Don't try to rush the process. Let it take as long as it takes, because ultimately, you want to become whole and sound. Heal also means to become whole and sound. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. Jeremiah 17, 14. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalms 14 and 3. What the preceding scripture suggests is that Jesus will come to place bandages of healing on your broken heart. He sent his word and healed them 
and delivered them from their destructions. Psalms 107.20 The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Psalms 34, 18, 19. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8-9 When my heart is overwhelmed, which means to be covered over and weighed down, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Psalm 61 and 2 The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Isaiah 58, 11. Throughout the Bible, we read about how God made himself available to the broken and to those who have been crushed in their spirit. We also know that Jesus is standing with his arms wide open, just waiting for you to fall into them so that he can heal your damaged emotions. Rain and rainbows. Words alone could never say enough to take the pain away. Only time can heal one's heart. A friendly word is a good place to start. Things will get better, but it takes a while. Accept the love of a healing smile. From your friends and family too, this is what will get you through. Life is full of pain and sorrow. It's also full of bright tomorrows. Before we can see the rainbow, we must first endure the rain. By S. Edward Palmer Chapter 8 Steps to Wholeness There are many paths you can take to achieve spiritual and emotional healing. I have chosen to call them steps. In order to climb natural steps, you have to place one foot in front of the other. The process is the same when you are seeking healing for your emotions. You have to take one step at a time. As you begin your journey toward healing, it may seem that you are not making any progress. Sometimes it may appear as if you are moving very slowly, merely inching your way along. Don't be discouraged. Just keep on climbing and moving. Just as long as there is movement, you will reach your destination. Hang in there and keep trusting and believing. In the following pages, I have listed some steps I believe will help you on your road to recovery. Of course, healing does not quite evolve in the nice knee steps as outlined here. You do need to go through all of the steps listed to ensure that you have worked through all of your issues. Just remember, healing is a process that could take a lifetime. Be patient and allow God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to peel back the layers of pain, hurt, anger, frustration, 
and resentment that have built up in your soul. Step one, laying it at his feet. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 1 Peter 5 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Philippians 4 and 6. The first step toward healing is to lay it, whatever your it is, at Jesus' feet. For the scripture tells us to cast our cares, anxieties, and our worries on Jesus. He cares for us and is able to handle them. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John 14, 27. It depends on whose hands it's in. A basketball in my hands is worth about $19. A basketball in Michael Jordan's hands is worth about $33 million. It depends on whose hands it's in. A baseball in my hands is worth about $6. A baseball in Mark McGuire's hands is worth $19 million. Depends on whose hands it's in. A tennis racket is a toy in my hands. A tennis racket in Venus Williams's hands is a Wimbledon championship. Depends on whose hands it's in. A rod in my hands will keep away a wild animal. A rod in Moses' hands will part the mighty sea. Depends on whose hands it's in. A slingshot in my hands is a kid's toy. A slingshot in David's hand is a mighty weapon. Depends on whose hands it's in. Two fish and five loaves of bread in my hands is a couple of fish sandwiches. Two fish and five loaves of bread in God's hands will feed thousands. Depends on whose hands it's in. Nails in my hands might produce a birdhouse. Nails in Jesus Christ's hands will produce salvation for the entire world. Depends on whose hands it's in. As you see now, it depends whose hands it's in. So put your concerns, your worries, your fears, your hopes, your dreams, your families, and your relationships in God's hand because it depends on whose hands it's in. Author Unknown. Peace and blessings to you and yours. Thanks for listening. God bless. Wasn't that powerful? Thank you for listening to Lessons Learned from a Woman of Valor podcast with your host, Joyce Calvin. If you have enjoyed this episode, and I'm sure you did, please follow Joyce on Instagram at Lessons from a W-O-V and on Twitter at Lessons from a W-O-V. You can also listen on Spotify, Apple, Google, or anywhere you get your podcast. 
Thanks again for listening, my friend, and make your day a great one.